Paul. After college, I I lived in Detroit, mm-hmm. and they had a great rock gym up there. Uh, because one of the one of the, and people don't talk about this. Detroit. I know mm-hmm. one of the great things about Detroit, and there are so few. Oh yeah, but, better say, please name one. Uh, I'm about to. Okay. Uh, because Detroit is such a failure, they have all these warehouses that are available for you to take for your business. Oh. So, for example, I I love playing paintball, and we played indoor paintball. At eight mile, uh, not uh, at uh, your Eminem's place, eight mile. That's no, no, where wait, no, I no, think no. of bad things. Like, I'm sorry. You know how you, you say know, eight mile? Made white kids going to rap, so you know, it's got to be an interesting place. But but so do you, do you know this about Detroit? Detroit is actually laid well, down as a grid, and so one mile from the center of the city, going east and west, is one mile road. Then a mile later is two mile road. Then three mile road, and that's how you know how far you are. I just think it's amazing that you were able to turn urban decay into a workout. Yeah, well, so like hear you me used out. Urban Decay. You know, time out. Yeah. Urban, wait, no, guys, how you doing? This is Comedy Fitness Podcast is the host, Don Gray. I took two of my passions and combined them together, comedy and fitness. I'm lucky enough to be with a very interesting and intelligent and energetic and someone you will know of a lot about more. A lot of a lot more about a lot about more. I'm a good talker. A lot. I'm sound Trumpian. A lot more about Seth Balkwall. Seth, how are you? I'm doing great, man. Very good. We're, I'm working out. I'm working with Seth this week. He's basically, and I'm trying to keep up with his workouts. But Seth is a brilliant comedian. Thank um, you. He's been with Carnival. Uh, you've been Carnival for a few over years. Over a now? decade. Over a decade now. You know, and so I'm I'm still learning stuff. But uh, you started out in. And by the way, here's the one thing you yeah, need to know. Your, your yes, listeners need to please, know please, about me. Yes, please. Uh, that they're not going to get from the podcast. They'll well, have to look at the pictures. I'm a white guy with an eight-inch fro. Okay, yes, yes, yes. You do have that. Do you, do we you talk about Jufro? Do you, is yeah, that it's a Jufro. Okay, it's a Jufro. No, it's it not a. Because I grew up in the I grew up in the neighborhood with the tribe. A lot of Jufro. There were a lot of kids nappier than I was. Yeah, they, they did not still get harassed as much, but they were way nappier than I was. Way, <laughs> way nappier. So, you, but it was, okay. Let's go into that real quick because I do want the Urban DK uh, workouts is great. You're playing paintball in there, but now how did it start? Like as far as let's go into let's go into a little bit of childhood. You know, let's go so, a little bit because I mean, you know, it, it. I think comics how we start is always interesting. So for me, I was the kid. You know, in high school, I was 120 pounds, 90 of which was acne. Yeah. Um, total dork, total geek. I hated gym class. It was nothing. It taught you, taught you nothing about fitness. Less than humiliation, just, just humiliation every day. Humiliation, and competition, humiliation, humiliation, and winning. Winning is all that mattered. Yeah. It wasn't about sportsmanship or personal. Uh, betterment definitely or, not health and definitely not health no uh, getting hit in the face with a big red rubber ball was built, not healthy ca- built character according to what they thought yeah it built, did not it did it made angry kids it made columbine yeah uh so i was i completely was a computer geek hmm. and now this is back war games time computers weren't awesome but yeah. you were a computer geek Go i ahead. was a computer geek back when only five kids in my high school had a computer yeah I was one of them. Wow. wow. And so when I went to college, uh, my freshman year, I was in a dorm with some really great guys. They were a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. And one of them was basically studying to be a gym teacher. And he never treated me like I was a geek. Yeah. And he, he, I was just one of the funny guys in his hallway. He loved hanging out with me. And he's like, dude, come to the gym with me. And I'm like, You need no. some guinea pigs to work out his gym teaching stuff too, right? Yeah, he's probably that. Yeah. Now looking back yeah. on it, you're right. Yeah. I you was merely you, an you experiment. Were, you were homework. Yeah. So if I can I, fix Seth, I can fix anybody. Yeah, if yeah. I can get this skinny, scrawny dork to go to the gym, then I am the king of all gym teachers is probably what he was thinking. Yeah. And 
So they dragged you. Was it kicking and screaming to the gym? Were you like, were you opposed to exercise, just in play sports, or were you like, you're like, I don't want to go? Or you're like, okay, fuck it. I'll go. I was, I was like, I don't belong there. What am I going to do there? I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> I don't belong but, there. They but, stop. but they were like, they were just like, we're not even going to hear. It. Like, we're not even going to hear what you say, dude. We love hanging out. Just, just come, come on. to the gym. Come to the gym. So I started going to the gym. And, and again, you know, people talk about, oh, I'm intimidated to go to the gym. Yes, people are big time intimidated, intimidated to, go to, the gym. to go to the gym. I mean, here I am, like I said, I'm, you know, at this point, I'm probably 140, I'm 5'8", 140 pounds, really scrawny. And I'm going with a guy who is going to be a gym teacher. So he's in he's, good shape. He looks he, like a gym yeah, teacher. He looks like, like Mr. McCluskey. Like yeah. He's one of these guys, and he was a wrestler in high school, oh. that he, like, kind of as a joke, like, just, you know, you'll be walking down the hallway from a shower in a robe, you know, naked under the robe, and he'll grab you and wrestle you to the ground. Oh, Like yeah. anyone. Yeah, yeah. Like guys, that at all. you know, guys Got, that anyone, were... Guys, girls, anyone who'll just grab you and... Well, it was a guy's right, dorm, right, but I mean, if you were 100 pounds heavier than him, it didn't matter. I he mean, didn't care. He, he's taking you down. He's taking you down. Greco-Roman style. He's wearing a robe. It's sort of homoerotic, yeah. too. But I understand. But it's college. You try different things. Yes. Yes. But so, and he was the guy that like his name was we, Bumper. Bump, Bumper. He had a nickname of Bumper, Bumper because, because as he was a kid he name. would bump his head against the the crib. So his dad started calling him Bumper. Oh, that's and healthy. it's perfect that that's, that's what he uses. That that's what he's using his head for. Yeah, that, um, but Bumper's a polite nickname for that behavior. By the way, that's awesome. That's that's good parents. Well, it's because his dad. Yeah. yeah. So, anyways, they drag so, me. So to the Bumpy gym, grabs you and goes to the gym, and he's just like, "Look, don't don't let it. These other guys psych you out about how much they're lifting. You're here for you. You just." do your workout and he taught me like look it's this many reps and this many sets and you know this is kind of you know good form and i just literally never stopped going did you like it like yeah. immediately not not i was it liked a chore it. no I, I liked it and also what i liked about it was effort equaled improvement that you know you're right when you when you go to the gym and you wake up the next day you're sore mm-hmm. so you go immediately you go I did something. Gotcha. And when you look month to month, you know, year to year, you go, I am making improvements. I find for intelligent people who don't consider themselves jocks, you know, uh, you know exercise is it's intellectually rewarding in that way. Because you do get, you know, a lot of people who are heady, like uh, result, I mean, re, you know, Effort, result, effort, result, yeah. right? And, and exercise is totally what you put in, you get out of. Yes. You can crap it up, but it's direct correlation to how hard you work to how good you're going to be. Yeah. yeah. And so and it with works me, for intelligent people. I right? got addicted to it very quick. Okay. And so boom. I was the guy who I, I really worked at it, like every day. And I think it's one of these things for anyone. You either say, you just say to yourself, I'm I'm a person who works out, mm-hmm. or you or you're not. You like, have an addictive. You feel that you have an addictive personality, even though I know you consider yourself straight edge. By the way, when we say straight edge, we don't. We, when we say straight edge, we don't consider that. I don't. You know, I know it's sometimes the guys with the black axes. We don't do drugs, we, but you you've never partaked in any of these. Things, yeah, but I've you never, consider yourself addictive personality. I'm addictive personality in that okay. if I enjoy something, mm-hmm. I don't. I go, well, why wouldn't I do it? Gotcha. So you think the gym because you're in shape. I mean, you, so do you think the gym became your your outlet for a while before, yeah, before I, or during comedy? We'll get that to that minute, but the yeah, gym is an outlet. I yeah. I loved uh, I just loved the the endorphins mm-hmm. from working yeah. out, and I loved the results. And it and, literally makes you feel good. And mm-hmm. as a result, I, for lack of a better word, I literally went for the high score. That I in college, uh, I have absolutely no doubt that I hit my genetic limit. That. 
Um, I was the guy in the gym who got a a belt, the belt with the chain on it that they could put. The dip for the dips for the dips. The way to dip though, that you had to come up like it, it was. It, yeah. You couldn't have created a worse looking exercise to get into and then perform and get out of. Yeah, I mean, wrapping doing ninety where, pounds or so close to your nuts. Right, sack near, right under your nuts is a horrible right idea. Right under your nuts and you one get up there, slip yeah. and you're in a world. of No, trouble. it can end really badly. Yeah, I remember doing them too, but it was only as a testosterone fueled, yeah. you know, young, young guy. Yeah. Love, yeah, but that's but I remember those. So I was one hundred and sixty pounds, and I was doing both. I could do dips uh, and pull-ups, a full set, all the way up, all the way down. None of this half-stroking that you see With more weight underneath. With yeah. 90 pounds strapped to me. Batman's doing that in the current Batman vs. Yeah. Superman movie. I like was pull-ups. that guy. You were Batman. And then there was a while, there, and I did that for a long time, and then I finally was like, you know, it's starting to wear out my joints. I have to decide, do I want to be big or do I want to be healthy? No, okay, now let's, let's keep it real. We're, at this time, this is college. Are you doing comedy at this time? Yeah. Because you're a carrot top before carrot top. You're buff. No. You're, you're a buff. You're not freaky. Uh, yeah. You're not wearing makeup. I'm not. I'm, the hair I'm not on the roids. Buff. I, I haven't had any weird facial surgery. Gotcha. No eyeliner. working legs, though. He's not working legs. He's not prison workout. You were working legs. Yeah. I okay. work everything equally. Gotcha. I work. I'm like a lot of guys. I hate the leg workout, and I go, just because you hate it doesn't mean you don't do it. You just go, I'm going to work it just as hard as I work everything else, and whatever happens, happens. And then now, so fitness became part of basically, because I always say this, fitness has to be part of your lifestyle if you want to take it seriously. It's all about, it's about our health, you know? Yeah. And then, uh, so do you think, did this help comedy, you think, too? Because you got into this phase where you're working out a lot, a lot, and now, you're, are you, is, is this the time where you're trying to go on the road? You're a baby comic at this time? Well, when I got out of school, mm-hmm. I was still... You know, working out pretty heavy. Yeah. Um, I mean, it helps you in that it's difficult to be on the road. Very. You know, that you don't eat it's as well as you should. It's not healthy to be on the road. Sitting for hours, driving. Um, sitting's a new smoking. Big yeah. catchphrase. But people say that all the time. Oh, I like that. It's pretty true. I like that. Yeah, and it's the truth. Yeah. And so, you know, in, uh, I see guys who aren't working out and they're slowly but surely like decomposing yeah. before my eyes no no we, uh, our, our peers on facebook look horrible like yeah. you look at your class reunion you're like holy shit and it's not a lot of times it's it really is life choices big time that that one of the things that you learn is that it's not a it's not a sprint it's a marathon and big, the yes. things that you do every day add up they really do that the way you eat the way you exercise, the way you uh, treat yourself, mm-hmm. really do genuinely add up over the years. It's, it's always funny to me when guys say to me, I'd always have people say this, uh, you're gonna, one day you're going to be 80 and you're going to be in the hospital and uh, the doctor's going to come in and go, you're dying of nothing. And I'm like, yeah, but isn't that better than being 50 and yeah. the, the doctor coming in and going, you're dying of something that well, you didn't have to die of? You know, listen, there's no rational argument for not being healthy. I mean, you know, guy, guys just want to make excuses for their lifestyle choices. I get I've been at those phases of my life where you treat your body like an amusement park. Basically, it's a fun land. Like, you know, whether you're drinking too much, uh, you know, whether you're partying too much. It's one of those things where I think you have to get through a phase or understand. And did you ever go through but, that phase? Not, no. But, but, uh, but, you know, part of it is, too, is I think there are people who are like, I'm not the guy who works out. And what I'm saying is that as a 120-pound computer geek, I was the guy who didn't work out. And yeah. what I'm saying is if you can be... If, if that guy can do it. If I can do it, anyone can go, I'm going to be the guy 
who works out. And again, when I say, but it was all out, how mental it was, right? Because I mean, that goes to your philosophy about this. Like it's the mental outlook on it. Like you, you took it on as like almost. Like, that's why they think of CrossFit now working as a sport. Did you? Because you said you went for the highest score. Did you think about it as almost a competitive thing yes. against yourself? Yeah, and you that's know. the key. That that what you gym class is like. You compete against other people. No, you have to switch your mindset. You are competing against yourself. You want to be better than yourself the day before, um, and it's so easy to do that. It's so easy to be better than yourself the day before. You know, all you got to do is start. All you got to do is get going. Yeah, no, and I always and tell ke- people it's slightly going. better. It's slightly better than yesterday. And it's not about perfect. Everybody knows, hey, Comedy Fitness Podcast, by the way, host Don Gray, talking to Seth Bachwald. It's it's one of those things where, you know, as far as it, it's, it's about being slightly better. And I hate when people always want to go for this purple unicorn of, of peak fitness or, or I want to be the best. No, you want to be better. You want to be slightly better. And it starts today. It starts by getting off, getting up and at least going for a walk. You don't have to. It doesn't have. It does have to become some level of obsessive of, of obsession, to be quite honest, in order to really fulfill your fitness goals. But it's just about being better than you were yesterday yeah and you got to stop looking at other people you know there's which always is hard be, there's, it's yes. hard but but it's doable you, there's yes. always going to be a guy whose legs or arms are better than yours yes. there's always going to be a girl at the gym who's thinner than you yeah. you got to not worry about that, that no i believe me i listen i'm as a chris box instructor personal trainer and of course big time professional comedian i am not in as good a shape as some of the other trainers i know even because they have time, more time to dedicate but i know as much as they do and also i work hard but i also know that i am not the pinnacle of fitness but i also know that that's not for me like i know that like i want to be healthy i want to be able to teach my classes i want to be able to live my life i occasionally have a beverage you know it's one of those things i i had a plate of pork today that was magical covered with sauce that was way too sweet to, for me to probably eat, but in moderation. And then I'm gonna, and I'm gonna do it. now let's talk yeah, about I mean, moderation. I, I, are you a moderation I, guy or are you I, all or nothing? Uh, boy, I don't know. I don't know how yeah. to describe. Well, you strike me, you know, you, you know, way more psychology. You go in. I'm you all go, in. You are, you're all in. I push in, the baby. chips in. Yeah, I, you're all I, in. I push the chips in. That, I'm, a, I'm that, a toe dipper. That you know this, that, that when I go to the You said how often you go to the gym. Oh, dude, you're and I go, seven days a week. I go seven days a week. I'm trying to stop you. I'm actually trying to give you... I'm trying to embed two recovery days somewhere in your life within the next couple of years because we're grown men. We A couple recovery days is in the back. I see you. You're looking at me like I'm fucking nuts. You're like, Don, you're trying to slow me down. I, I, I look like a big brown anchor to you right now. <laughs> But dude, like recovery is, is is important, but you're not, you know, it, it it's part of your mojo. Like, dude, you keep going. It's, you know, it's also but yeah, I, which I want. But I, mean, I also think part of it is too is that you've got to listen to you. That everyone, and and that's part of not worrying about somebody else in the gym. You go because you, you we come from different ends of the spectrum. You oh, yeah. big are, fat kid. You were a big fat kid. Big fat. Kid. I was a really scrawny kid, and. I can't look at the football players or somebody else and do their workout. Yeah. You got to go if you if you go look I'm a short person or I'm a tall person whatever. Do your workout. That don't and that's the thing. Tailor your workout to you. Mm-hmm. I always tell people find help um, go online, listen to Comedy Fitness podcast and also check out the site. But at the end of the day your pathway to fitness is so personal it's crazy. You know, which also brings me to comedy. Talk about pathway of fitness and talk about comedy. Like okay, now when I see your act all right, and now, um, full disclosure, this is actually the first time me and Seth have worked out, worked together, but I've known of him for quite some time. Comedy's a small clique. We all about, basically, it's six degrees of separation, sometimes two, we know each other. 
Dude, you have amazing energy on stage. I know we talk about a lot of comics. My energy's not bad, but you have amazing energy on stage. You start, you start, boom, right? And now part of that is because you take care of yourself. You cannot do this at your level with that kind of energy, three shows tonight, that kind of thing, without taking care of yourself. Is that, is that, does that have anything to do with your comedy right now? Yeah, I mean, you know, you know, you've seen yeah. the show that I come yeah. off stage, Boom. and after after you shake hands and say goodbye to people, I go up and take a shower because I'm literally yeah. covered in sweat. It's almost yeah. like an aerobic. No, it's uh, not almost. It's aerobic. It's not almost. It's aerobic. You're you're working out up there. But it's it's a matter of feeling good. And to yeah. me, I I know so many guys, and you know so many guys who are like, oh, I gotta entertain these idiots in the audience and blah blah. They they hate their jobs. They hate their lives. They're flat, sloppy, lazy, and a lot of times they have alcoholic yeah. or other problems. Smoking, drinking, they're eating bad. They're eating bacon while smoking a, a cigarette. Nothing wrong yeah. with bacon occasionally. But to me, and I think you might be the same. To me, comedy is the highlight of my day. Love it. I look forward to it. I can't wait to meet these people. See what's going to happen at the show. No, I, I'm, I'm totally. I totally want to know what's going to happen. So I'm as excited to see what's going to happen as they are. Yeah, because I, I have no idea what's going to happen sometimes. Yeah. So, mm. and I don't even do that much improv, but still, I change my act enough. And you want to talk about improv, dude? Okay. Now that's another thing that I want to talk about energy. Like, okay, do you think the um, the fact that you do improv also correlates to first for your physical stamina, be able to cook on, think, be able to think quick on your feet? As far as like, you couldn't do that. If I've seen, I've seen sloppy improv done by people who are not in good shape. I will not mention this man's name, but there's a guy that I know that is really bad out of shape. He tries to improv. He can literally not keep up because of he physically he can't react to something. He can't do some of the moves he needs to do. You can, you can get into any position you need to be. You can do some really physical stuff, and then also you're able to quick, thick, quick on your feet because you are in good enough health well, I your think, brain is operating. I, think you've hit I really the, believe that. I think you've hit on the key uh, benefit of fitness, and that is people are like, you, you, don't, you don't necessarily work out to live longer because yeah, you could be hit by a bus tomorrow. But, but every day... That you are, that you are healthy. Every day is a better day for you. That if you, that if you, uh, if you, like you said, you used to be a fat kid, and now you know you feel better about yourself every day. Big time. Same with me. I feel better about myself every day. Uh, things are easier to do. Like if you yeah. go, hey, I, I need to walk to the store to get something. You don't go. Oh, I can't go. I'm gonna sweat. I'm gonna. No, for on the ships, we take the stairs all the time. Yeah, and all the time. We're not going to cram ourselves in this elevator with eight hundred people. That I think that's the thing. That no matter who is listening to this, that your three people in Utah. But go on. The, hey, then I love know, all three of you, Mike, Tracy, Jesse. You're fantastic people. Go on. The uh, there's more than that. I'm joking. Whoever is listening to this, yes, that's the key. Is that you, you go? Health benefits me. That's the always thing that you know when I meet guys, and it's like, look, there's nothing wrong with having a beer and you know doing whatever it is no. you do. I'm not begrudging Mm-mm. guys there but if if like that's all the enjoyment you have in your yeah. life if if you are literally having a few there's nothing wrong with that but if you are weighted down by it if you are completely you know smothered under you know mm-hmm. th- the weight of these things you're not enjoying your everyday life the way you do when you've got even just a little bit of fitness i mean we're not even talking about um no, but, but you, you don't you don't enjoy your life, and the healthier you are, the more you enjoy your life. Even when you you step off the you know the fitness wagon and you and you get off it and you get back on, you're still going to enjoy your life more by being healthy. Now, one of the things you do uh, that you really enjoy is rock climbing. Yes. Okay. And now you've been rock climbing for a while. And now listen, I, there's certain exercises or sports that I have pretty big theories on about why people do them. 
Like, for instance, marathoners are crazy people <laughs> who are literally running away or running to something. Like, I, I feel that certain certain sports are above the neck exercises. Like, I, I look, don't worry, I, running is fantastic for you. Um, you can run for weight loss, you run for a lot of things, but I find people who are totally into running, first of all, it, it, there's a reason. They, mental clarity, they are going away, they're, 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 they're defining themselves. Is their form of meditation. You breathe in a rhythm. I think rock climbing is similar. It's a solo sport. You are, it's you with some equipment against this structure. You're paying Tetris at some form while you're going up and down. Um, and you have to figure things out on the fly. And it's only you in gravity. Like, it, you, you yeah. really have no one else, you know. And, it, you know, you're like, it's like even, even that kid was crazy, the Trump kid who just tried to climb the building. Um, well, that's different. Well, he, but he's very, truly insane. I'm not saying all of you are that crazy, but it kind of validates. It, I know it's anecdotal. Kind of validates myself. Crazy people do certain things, like you know. But like Forrest Gump was a marathoner. Hello, Jenny. And then um, you know, a, 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 a deranged kid did try to climb. And I'm not saying you're going to try. To, besides, you would need suction cups. I think that's cheating. Yeah, suction cups is clearly cheating. It's cheating. It's totally cheating. Uh, Spider Man would disapprove of that greatly. But the climbing, you've been doing it for a long time. And how did you find climbing? Like what did you what you found a rock? I mean, you know, Detroit. Um, boy, that's God. That, oh, so back to Detroit. Climbing, yeah, so climbing. here's the thing about oh, Detroit. So you know books. how they talk about Eight Mile, uh, the the album Eight Mile. Yeah. So Detroit is laid out like Lose yourself. Yeah. and it goes and it goes up to like forty mile road. I mean, it goes up, and um, with all this decay that happened in Detroit, there's all these empty buildings, yeah. and so Eight Mile. You know, he's like, oh, Eight Mile is a bad part of town at my, Sounds I bad. used to play indoor paintball Fun. at at Four Mile Road. Four miles at the old Packard plant. Oh. at the old Packard plant, and the instructions they gave you because it was a organized thing. The instructions they gave you was: do not shoot out the window. People will shoot back at you. Well, it's Detroit. They're yeah, very, it's Detroit. <laughs> so one of the things about with Detroit... With not paintball weapons, yeah. by the way. They will use actual life yeah, yeah. browns. So in Pontiac, there was a warehouse that you know had gone under. Some guy bought it and put in an indoor rock climbing gym. And oh. it was a 55-foot vertical, which, I, if I remember correctly, which is one of the tallest indoor gyms on the planet. Sounds tall to me. Um, and I looked at it and I thought, well, this looks like fun. Let's let's do this. And I learned. I went there, and I they taught me how to rock climb. Did the class, and then boom, boom, boom. boom. Yeah, because you got a little spider monkey in you. I've seen. Oh, I've seen. Oh, talking about spider monkey. Okay, uh, quick segue. Um, you know, comedy fitness podcast talking to Seth Buckwald, dude, American Ninja Warrior. Yes. Okay, so talk to me. You went out for American Ninja Warrior. They should have taken you because, in fact, we're talking to you right now. Produce American Ninja Warrior. You made a fucking mistake. It's not too late. Uh. The well, thanks for saying so. No, no, but asshole producers in LA, I hate them all. This is why you have to make your own career. I'm sorry, you guys are dead. They, I sent them a video of like mm-hmm. what I do, and they called me up the next day. Like, oh, we love your video. You, you were great. Uh, do you know any women who rock climb? Because they're like they a friend who's trying like, to hit on chicks. They, like, they, like, they like they had <laughs> enough. Like we got enough guys. Who do stuff? Yeah, but you're, you, no one looks like you. You with the hair, with the you know going up. And then you well, can do this stuff, and they need a funny guy. I watched American Ninja Warrior. First of all, very upset that there weren't actual ninjas. Shut up! I really meant that. It's true. How are there? How is there no like star throwing part of shuriken the, sword play? Yeah. That was my goal when I was a kid. With ninja, I know a lot about this. Iga Koga family spent a lot of time. Still want to go to Japan. Like that was my career career track until I found out it's mostly felonies, and they don't let you be one if you're black. Black people can't be ninjas. We're too loud. 
No, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. My no, loud, too loud. I mean, old joke I used to do, but it's kind of true. But now, so, so American Ninja Warrior. I saw, I saw your clip. You should have got in it. Like I saw oh, the, the practice. You know, in the grip strength. But now, so with, when you say with rock climbing and the philosophy of rock climbing, yeah. Here's what here's what I believe. You know, when when we were in gym, you've got all these balls and equipment, and you've got a huge field that you play on. And what I've noticed is in in any type of fitness that. The more of that stuff, equipment and gear, you know, you've got, mm-hmm. then you've you've got all that stuff. Stuff but with rock climbing, there's literally you're you're hanging. You know, there's very little surface area. The the less there is of other things, the more there is of you. I agree. And the wall tells you what you need. The, the, I've always said this: the rock wall tells you because there's so little of it mm-hmm. and it's all you it tells you what you need that you either and it's only four things you either need more brawn more brains uh more balance or more bravery hmm. um brawn I, brains balance and bravery they're all b's is that on purpose yeah let's oh, go i like it. that I like, I like the four b's yeah it's because brawn you know, brains Balance, and, balance and brain. And people get brain dodge, and balance. Duck, duck and, I'm sorry, dodgeball. But go on, yeah. The, but, yeah I like that. People, okay. get, people get, like, people get uh, brawn and balance. You know, when you're doing a wall, sometimes you go, man, I just, I wish I had more strength. Yeah, I got to be able to hold myself with one hand. You balance know, makes a lot of balance sense. Balance makes a lot of Brains, sense. Brains, you have to figure things Brains out on the fly. is... Makes sense. You, you, when you go rock climbing for the first time, you think, well, you just climb. No. But I meet guys who are way older than me, mm-hmm. who are not as strong as me, and they will walk up a wall <laughs> like a feather that I will fall off of. Do they stare at it first for like 45 they, minutes? Because they stare. Because it is. It's a puzzle. Mm-hmm. Because do I turn... Which way do I turn my hip in? Which, way, which arm do I use? Which, how do I... It really genuinely is a puzzle. And I know that because... I'll do it. I'll, I'll do a wall. I'll fall off. I'll study it, and then I'll finish it. Well, I didn't get stronger in the five minutes. No, it's, I got I got smarter. Yeah, and because you're fatiguing actually at some point of that wall. Yeah. yeah. And the other thing with bravery, I can't tell you how many times I've taken a guy. They get to twenty, thirty feet. They look down, and they panic. Yeah, and, I could fall from here and yeah. die. And a lot of it is you just need to go. I am going to. You know, it's in your head. Fuck it. I'm going to climb this wall. Yeah. And it's the same thing with, you know, like I said, with, with either going to the gym, you got to go, screw it. Well, okay, let's do and it. And also, quick. I will say this, because you, 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 you and I have talked about this, mm. that it's also not about going to the gym. You don't have to go to the gym. No. I think the problem with working out is that no one wants to work. People want to have fun. You need to fun out. You, play out. Didn't you say work out, play out? Work out, yeah, play out? No Which is going to be in a comedy fitness band, by the way. Work out, play out. I you love that. Work out. You want to play out because to me, rock climbing is fun. I don't sit there and go, okay, 30 minutes of this with my heart rate at this, at this level. No, you go in and you go, I'm going to do this for an hour, for two hours. I'm going to have fun. All you need to do for fitness is to say to yourself, what physical activity can I do for fun that I Mm want to do? You know, do you, do you enjoy walking? Do you enjoy biking? Do you enjoy swimming? Do you enjoy whatever it is? Pokemon Go with a very heavy phone. Yeah, Pokemon Go, but say to yourself, I'm going to do it as quickly as possible. I'm you got to go. put a 10-pound weight on that phone or something like that. I've seen these or, people play Pokemon, they're zombies, but at least they're moving outside, but the phone has to be heavy. The phone's not heavy. Or you can say to yourself, look, today 
um, I'm going to go to I'm going to go this far. Tomorrow I'm going to go even further for Pokemon, and every day expand it out a street. Every day go one street further. Just keep, keep Pokemon going. Is what you're saying? I like that. I like that. Me too. Okay. Oh, I like so. So now, okay. Now, when you say that, when you say the, the, the uh, I want to make a correlation between the rock climbing and comedy, because you say you get to a point where you got to figure like the falling. You look down, you're gonna fall. I think when you say bravery, now this might be a stretch for some people in the audience. Uh, comedy is brave. The the fact going up there because yeah, it, it's fraught with failure. You can fail at any Seinfeld point at any point during. This. Had a fantastic quote that I love. Let's quote He goes. Though. It's one of his jokes, and I'm yeah. sure you've heard it. Where he goes. Uh, the Funeral. number, the, yes, the number one yeah. fear in the United States is public speaking. Yep. The number two fear in the United States dying. is dying, which means that at a funeral, people would rather be in the casket than give the eulogy. That's why we love him. And I'll be the first to admit, I was not a drama guy mm-hmm. uh, in high school. The first, for the first two years of doing comedy, I couldn't eat the day of the gig. Oh yeah, going right. To the bathroom. Yeah, so nervous. Oh yeah, and but it was just. I knew that comedy was something I loved. I was one of those kids where I loved comedy more than music. I loved comedy more than anything. Do you know and why? I just loved laughter. I knew from a very early was age. Was it filling a need in yourself or was it just like but, you just had a visceral connection to laughing? It's like, like laughter is so, uh, so basic mm-hmm. that it's... No, it's almost like uh, you you eat when you're hungry. Yeah. Well, I just I loved laughter, just like dancing. You know, you hear music, you dance. Yeah. You know what I mean? That uh, you know, it's only later, it's only in life that you get self conscious. You, you yeah. never see a kid, you never see a, a, a five year old go, "Well, I shouldn't be dancing right now." Yes. No. No. No, they're they, dancing badly all over the place, having a one blast. One of the things that I do with improv is one of the first things I do is I I say I come up for the and for the first game I do I go I need two volunteers and this is for the family improv show and if you notice every kid has their hand up yeah. every adult has their hand down and that's because when you're a kid you don't have to you don't I don't care what these people think I'm literally not in their heads as an adult you're in all of their heads yeah and and and, and head. not they're only that head. but if you take a kid if you take a five year old to a jungle gym. That kid doesn't go, you know, I'm just going to sit here. They immediately run and climb and yeah. have fun. and They attack the fun. They and, really go at it. The <laughs> same thing as an adult. Like, you you, you need to look at the, the gym mm-hmm. as your jungle gym. Maybe we just need more adult jungle gyms. Yeah, and I think that's the, that's the appeal of American Ninja Warrior. Mm-hmm. It is an adult jungle yes, gym. Yes, it is. It is the monkey bars on I steroids. do think rock climbers have an advantage because of how much grip is involved. It, yeah, I watch that show and I see guys that wow. don't have the grip strength. No, and you can and, be too big to do to even accomplish it. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's the other thing is there's so in high school there's so because I think a lot of people get their 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 feeling of sports and fitness because oh I didn't do good in gym. There's so many sports out there that have that where size is horrible for you. Like you don't want to be a 300 pound Tour de France bike rider. No, you know never. what I mean? Like, yeah, if you're 300 pounds and you're playing football, you're the king. But you don't want to be uh, a 300-pound rock climber. You don't want to be a 300-pound marathon runner. No. That there's a sport no, for everyone. Really in, in high school, only the big and the tall have a sport. You know what I mean? In no, high school. exactly. Some of the things are, yeah, you, but you're tall, so many you play sports. basketball, you're big, you play football, you're, you know, exactly. There's you know, so many sports out there. Baseball, where, skills, skills specific, you know. Yeah, there's so many sports yeah. out there 
uh, where you don't see any 300-pound ninjas. Those those no. are sumo wrestlers. No, no. Beverly Hills Ninja was an offshoot, and it, that ended badly for one guy. <laughs> You know. But, you know, don't say to yourself, well, I, I, you know, I am this body type, so I shouldn't be involved in sports. That, in fact, it's the opposite. There's, there's, a, there's a sport out there for everyone. You look at the people that swim the English Channel. These are not thin. They don't no. look like Michael Phelps. Dude, dude, that's why I always tell people, like, the last chick that just did the Alcatraz thing, yeah. um, you know, she not you wouldn't look at her and go, oh, like, that's how swimmers all look to do these long distance. No, you actually need a certain amount of body fat to perform these things. For buoyancy, for Bo- exactly. reserve strength. And there is something called fit fat. We don't, always, we don't always talk about it here on Comedy Fitness, but there's something called fit fat, and there's body types. That's why I tell people, watch the Olympics, different body types. Marathoners look like marathoners. Sprinters look like sprinters. And those Olympic weightlifters, some of them do look like a version of the kingpin. That's a large dude with a large belly lifting a lot of weight over his head. You know, so you're right. And now, do you mind if, you know, I, you know I, when I saw you in your act the other day, Okay, well, you know, um, guys, we're gonna take a little break. Comedy Fitness Podcast. This is Don Gray. I'm here with my boy Seth Buckwald. We're gonna come back. Um, we're gonna talk about a couple other things, but there's something special that I want to talk to you about, Seth. Comedy Fitness, y'all. Laugh your ass off. I mean, my, my philosophy with food, you know, because people have all these complicated diets that are very difficult. Way too complicated. And my philosophy is this. Eat as many fruits and vegetables as you can. And that's it. Period. And whatever. That's you know, it on a card. I like that. You know, because A, fruits and vegetables are good for you. Yeah. There's not a lot of, there's not a lot of fat that literally if you're hungry and you can not be hungry eating fruits and vegetables, like you don't have to worry, oh my God, I ate. Like you can literally, I don't care how big you are. Even if you're trying to lose weight, you can eat as many fruits and vegetables as you want. The only thing I'll say to that is, you, I think you're totally on the vegetables. You can overdo the fruit. It depends on the person's diet. Only because I say that because there's certain people, that, especially vegetarians I know, you can get too much. Not, not think, nutrients, it's just that, you know, fruit, fruit, it's fiber and there can be sugars. You can, you know, but, but think, no, but, but it's but hard think, for people to do. But I think I, the average eat fruits and person, vegetables is what I'm saying. I think the average per- person, that's not the case. Their body, st- like you get to a True, point where you average go, person. I literally cannot eat any more fruits and vegetables. Hand me the bread, hand me the meat. Yeah. Um, but I'm saying in Try general, if you're beginning out, mm-hmm. if you're, if you're beginning, if you're starting out, I said beginning out. That's yeah, what I said. Beginning out. Beginning out. Yeah. That's, a, that's a thing. You could begin out. I can begin out. Begin out, begin in. If you're, if you're starting out, if you're beginning, uh, just the basic rule is eat as many fruits and vegetables as you can, and then whatever you know, and then eat whatever after that. Yeah. No. And uh, so, how about dinner? How about dinner? Now, hey, by the way, we talked about how before shows we can't eat. Uh, before shows, you just, can you eat before a show now? Oh yeah. I mean, I could eat oh. on stage. Now, you, but, oh yeah. I mean, literally, could be eating on as they're introduced. Yeah. Me. But before I start, but back when I started, like no lie, like I like I remember when it wasn't. Bre- I couldn't do breakfast. I remember then when I could eat lunch. And then I remember I was really, really feeling good about myself when I was able to eat a light snack at some time around 4 o'clock before I had a set at like 8 o'clock. Now it's insane. I well, can eat a hot dog. People always say, you know, do you have any anxiety about going on stage? And I think that's the difference is that now I've done it often enough. When you do it enough, you go, you you find it, it goes from you're being scared to be on stage to just I'm excited. I'm looking yes. forward to it. And I think part of it is that – I stopped looking at the audience, and you see this yeah. when I'm up there. I don't look at the audience as, here's a large group of people who are judging me. Mm-hmm. I go, 
I look at the audience as these are like my friends in the basement. Like see, we're that's just, healthy. We're, I still see them as a large group of people who are judging me. I swear, I swear, I swear to you. Really? I, still still see them I as a large look at it like judging me. It's my are, job to win them over. It's almost combat. Wow. I look at yeah. it like we are just we are just people hanging out. And these are friends that just don't know me yet. Mm-hmm. And hence, we're you have a have hilarious a improv show, and I do not do anything that I have not written, and I don't want them. I don't want, and I don't do a lot of improv because I don't know what they're going to say. I mean, no, listen, I'll be really honest. That's why I do bits, and I did, and and, and 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 I wish I could. I wish I could have more of the balls to go out there and do more improv because I think people for viscerally connect to it. They love it. I just like I don't know what they're gonna say. I do not, and I know that after a time, people get up and like there's a certain pattern to what people say. But you it's know, but it's but more still, than that. I'm like, but you, you know get what? to the point. Want, you you know, get to the point I, where I can't wait to grow there. And I get what you're saying, but yeah. you get to the point where. I, I don't know what they're going to say, no, but, but I know this. It doesn't matter what they're going to say. You know you'll be okay. I'm going to have fun. You know you'll be okay. You know you'll have oh, fun. Oh, the phone's ringing. Oh, the phone rings. Comedy oh, Fitness phone. Podcast. We do this live on a ship. This does happen. First time caller, long time listener. I'm here at Comedy Fitness. Yeah, exactly. Hey, caller, what are you talking about? Um, Comedy Fitness Podcast. We're here with Seth Buckwall. We'll be right back after this word from Title Boxing. Title Boxing Club, Alpharetta. Title Boxing Club, Alpharetta. All your kickboxing needs. Title Boxing Club, Alpharetta.com. Comedy Fitness, Comedy Fitness Podcast, back with Seth Buckwald. We were talking about nutrition and food before we had a phone call because we are doing this stuff live. What did you want to say about nutrition, man? You are talking about... So, at home, I got a Vitamix. And I'm not Ooh, saying Vitex. that you should get... I wish I didn't spend that much on it, quite frankly. Uh, but you get a blender. It's worth it. Get a blender uh, because... Juicing? Because... I'm, see, I'm, I don't, I'm not a fan of juicing. No! Because well, I want the pulp. There's nutrition, there's okay. fiber in the pulp. Yes. But what you can do is you you put you put whatever you like to eat, uh, whatever fruits and vegetables you like to eat in the in the blender. You put in a little juice and you blast it and not only and then you put in stuff you don't like to eat. You put in like a little of like beets, some kale. Yeah, like spinach. Like I wouldn't eat a handful of spinach, but spinach is like very neutral. Yeah. You can put in quite a bit without tasting it. And that way you can eat the stuff that's good for you that you wouldn't eat alone. And not only that, but when you do blend it, um eat alone. Mm-hmm. That it it incre- it increases the absorbability of it. So like, this pulp is more of a smoothie? Yeah, let's say smoothie. Okay. Um, Mm -hmm. I make myself a smoothie every day. So you don't juice, you smooth. Yeah. You smooth. Is that that the term? You don't smoothie, you would smooth. I smooth. I guess I would say that. I smooth. I think that sounds better than juicing. But when I say smoothie, I'm talking like 32 ounce, like 48 ounce monster. Oh, okay, monster smoothie. So you got some calories in there, but still, okay, that's how I tell people to think of smoothie. Like all these places, Jamba Juice, Smoothie King, all these places now, I can't keep telling people, wait, please wait, wait, God, wait. think of these as meals. Uh, no, yeah, let me tell you. Don't like even, not, no, no, they're, 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 they're take sugary laden. Yeah, yeah, but. don't think of these places. Don't think of these places go at all. There. Go home, buy a blender. <laughs> you will spend, okay, first of all, Boycott Smoothie you. King. Sorry, no, I'm serious. I'm serious. A, it's 10 bucks. For oh my god, they gouge, bro! For a smoothie, they gouge. It will co- they gouge. It cost you a dollar. You get so much fruit for this five bucks. You know, for two dollars yeah. in for for what they're making that smoothie. Like the for. teenager blending, it apparently costs two fifty somehow. And I don't know, I don't know how. But. Not only that, but if you watch them, if you watch them make it, they will. They have a thing where they squirt in sugar water. 
that you don't if you're putting fruit in if you're putting apple juice you don't in, need more flavor you don't need more, more sugar. sugar that's the other thing that's fruit is sugar you know so okay so you're so doing a lot of smoothing do it at home where you control what goes into it. So you're smoother. And it'll save you money, it'll save you time, and it'll save you nutrition. I think that's the next business, Seth, Buckwald, Seth, Seth Buckwald's House of Smooth. Indeed. You could be. You could do, instead, you'll take out Smoothie King and John, and just, you'll do healthy so We don't use sugar water, and there's small little cups of smoothies. Shot, you, you shot, like shot glass. And you still <laughs> you still charge people out the ass, though. I say gouge people, gouge people, gouge people. But now, Comedy Fitness Podcast, uh, Don Gray, we've had a great time talking with Seth Buckwall. It's been a, been a pleasure. It's a pleasure. No, we're doing a part two. We're going to do this again. We're I'd doing, love to. We're doing this again. I'd love to. But now, listen, before I go, um, man, I always ask people to promote and talk about what they're going on. But I know that, you know, you got a lot going on. You really do, and you have some projects coming on that are that that I am I am more excited about apparently sometimes <laughs> than you are. But I get that way about my friends. I'm I'm the biggest cheerleader in the world. If high tide rises all boats, my God! When, when, or, when you, it, but it also drowns people. It can boats. drown people, but it can <laughs> drown people. It, it, speaking of which. Me and Seth work a lot on Carnival Cruise Lines, and we can't really encourage you enough to, like, you know, Carnival is a good corporation. It, it, the, the cruises for family are good. Like, Seth Ball, Seth's show about, Seth's PG show, okay, about, and it's not, it, it, it's not a kid show. It's not, it, when we say PG show, this is for families to come and see. The, your, your show about cruising is, no lie, the most brilliant PG show I've ever seen. Brilliant. Prefaces the brilliant, show, most brilliant show about vacationing you've ever seen, and it's a cheerleading for parents. And parents, this is the thing: next time you go on a Carnival Cruise Line, if you're lucky enough to see Seth Buckwald, drag your bratty ass kids to his show. Okay, first of all, they'll sit there and be entertained because the guy does look like a, 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 an animated Muppet, you know. And also, I, is, but you know, I've you, been physically sideshow Bob. Yes, physically, yes, yeah, physically, yes, and in your physical act outs are amazing. But and so the kids will be mesmerized. They won't be as, as as bored as watching me tell you know tell jokes about my my messed up childhood sometimes. But like, dude, the way you bring it all together with how Jesus Christ, kids, these your parents are, are kicking their ass so you have a good week. Would you please just respect your parents? I mean, it basically comes down to to, to love your parents. You start off. I mean, I don't. I'm not going to go there. You start off with some stuff. You talk about your own family, your own vacations, and we've all had those horrific family vacations. Well, and you I, bring it home in a way that, like, at the end of the day, your kids leave going, going, mom and dad are kind of cool, and it's really cool I, they did it. And every parent wants that from their kid. Every speaking of a, kind of, when, a parent of a three year old, I just want my kid to go like, thanks, dad. When I, you know, when I first worked for Carnival, I was in my 30s, and I came on the ship, and, um, you know, they were like, look, you need a family clean show, and you need an adult show, and I did a clean show, but I came on the ship, and I saw all these families coming to the show, you know, grandparents, kids, and, um, and I saw what a great vacation it was, and I realized that when I was 12, my dad took me and my sisters to Disney World, and from Cleveland, he drove us down. And oh my God, Cleveland Disney World. Yeah, straight. Oh. No, no hotels. Couldn't afford them. And he drove us down. Well, and how, I long is, how long is that? Twenty-four hours. Cleveland. He didn't Disney stop World, driving. Hours. He took a nap while my mom drove. Uh, and I realized that when I was twelve, I never thanked him. And I call, I got off the ship after my very first cruise because I'd never cruised before I worked on the ship. Yeah. I got off the ship on my very first cruise and I called up my dad and I said, you know, it's a dollar short and a day late. I was 12. I'm in my 30s. Uh, I want to thank you 
for for a fantastic vacation because I realize now that I'm an adult, you didn't want to go to Disney World. You as a grown man don't want to see a singing mouse. And drove a day to get there. Drove you know, a day. And drove a day to get there and a day to get back. With your kids in the, with the, kids you in have, the back. When you have two weeks of vacation yeah. a year and you're doing a hard job. Yeah, and that's Not like kids, my yeah. job. You're doing a hard job. And I thanked him and I and I hung And you weren't phone. awesome in the backseat. You were no, not awesome. Oh, no, you I was hyperactive. Awesome. I was uh, the poster child for hyperactivity. Yeah. And well, you're still there. Oh yeah, mm. and I I got off the phone and I and I and I rewrote my entire family show yeah, that, about yeah. about you know how I think that's beautiful because as a parent I just you, I mean, you no one wants a pat on the back for taking care of your kids you take care of your kids it's your job to take care of your kids you want to take care of your kids but occasionally you want the kid to go like thanks dad thanks mom and it's all you want you want to be, you want to be grateful want. that there's a great grateful. quote you want a there's a great kid. quote from Shakespeare. Uh, mm. Which is uh, a an ungrateful child is sharper than a serpent's tooth. Great child is sharper than a serpent's tooth. I mean, an ungrateful grateful child is sharper ungrateful. than a serpent's tooth, and that's the truth. Wow! You just you 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 have no problems giving him everything in the world. You just want him to be to be thankful for it. That is so true. Comedy Fitness Podcast. Don Gray been here with Seth Buckwall. It's been awesome. Hope yeah. you guys enjoyed as much if as we did. If you ever come cruising on Carnival. Look at look at the uh, look at the list of who's performing. If you see my name, come see me and drag the kids there. Because remember, Shakespeare that an ungrateful child is sharper than a serpent's tooth. That's fantastic. Don and Greg, comedy for this podcast. And remember, as always, guys, laugh your ass off. Thanks. Bye, Seth. Thanks for having me. Hey, man, anytime, bro. <laughs>